1: Bigfoot Bigfoot would take a pick of Slee. <laughs> That's from Joey Jojo Jr. Shadow. That's very true. That's exactly how that would work. Yeah, it would work. I think you're right, though. I think that if he came back, if, if when Alan is back tomorrow, and, hey, Slee, how was the desert? Cool. Anything fun happen? Yeah, saw Bigfoot. Right. What? <laughs> you what You did? You didn't text it, nah. No, yeah, just, rookie you know, sniffed him out, and then yeah. sort of said, "Hey, that guy <laughs> it, would look good in the post he, in the Lakers." What he are would doing? slow play it the entire time, <laughs> like he did. I, I've never the only time in my life I've actually genuinely like been deeply disappointed in him. Mm-hmm. That it was over the holidays, right? And and it was when the Laker broadcast team was just dropping one after the next. Everybody kept getting sick, right. and Al got the call up to do color with Ireland, Riley style, like right. He yeah. was he was in Michael's chair, right. I didn't even know it happened until like a week after the fact. I'm like, dude, you'd got to you do color that. on an NBA broadcast, a Laker NBA broadcast. Right. Should I mention that? Yes! <laughs> Yes, that's awesome. We need to know about these I things. I can't so, wait until he
2: gets back to learn exactly what happened.
1: I'm going to really have to peel that onion to find out if there was Bigfoot, if there was a UFO sighting. Because yeah, the it's UFO sighting. Weird again, stuff happens out there. In play. In play. UFO plus Yeti. All the same. <laughs> on the big board. <laughs> all right. So Kershaw becomes the all-time Dodger strikeout leader. Yeah. He uh, passes Don Sutton. He, he's Clayton Kershaw, right? He's, just, uh, he's one of the best to have ever done it. And it, it's it's a weird point in his career because he's obviously at the end or near it, sure. you know, certainly past the, on, the, the, down the sweet, on He's on the back nine. Maybe we're 16th That's a good, tee, way, that's a good way to put that. Right. The back nine. Like <laughs> so that. so Somewhere there. Um He's pitching as well as anybody in that rotation is pitching right now. And you just wonder how this plays out through the end of the year. You said something this morning, like, could we be watching the most low-key swan song ever? Not pitching like that, though, right? If he continues to look even 80% of what he's put out there so far, that's a guy that's going to keep getting guys out
2: forever. Maybe, but let's think about it this way, too. What does he do in the middle of every season?
1: He takes a break. He takes a break. Uh, Excuse me. He, he gets hurt and takes a couple of weeks slash more off.
2: Right. And he's not, listen, he's not the youngest guy in the world anymore. And I think that the whole signing a one-year deal thing was an interesting sort of harbinger for what I think our expectation levels should be. This was not a situation where you said, oh, Clayton Kershaw's on the team. Clayton Kershaw's getting the ball day one. No, of course not. We're well past that. We've kind of allowed allowed for his, I don't want to say decline, but his step away from the sort of ace role very well, I think. I I would actually commend Dodgers fans in this. Nobody is saying, oh, it's the same old Kershaw. I mean, it is from an effectiveness standpoint. It's not the same from a guy standpoint. So let's say this break happens in the middle of the season that we're typically used to. Comes back. I just – you said this when we talked before the show. You said you see Clayton as a baseball lifer. I do. I also see him, though, as a guy who, if he doesn't have everything in his capacity, might just not want to do it for as much. And one of the big things about him was he was a give-me-the-ball guy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel that if he knows that he's not asking – for the same guy to get the ball, even in himself, this might not go as long as we think, just because he looks good this season. It's an interesting way to
1: look at it. I, I, I do think he might be a day too long rather than a day too short. Guy. Okay, you know, and, and yeah. I think we all know what we're talking about. That guy says, "Oh man, I don't love what I'm seeing right now." As opposed to, "Hey, there was a little more left in there." But I, I do think we're going to get that decision based on the result of this season.
2: Okay, so I, like, I, if they
1: win the World Series, I think he's far more likely to tap the mat and say, you know what? This is the perfect ending to a Hall of Fame career that, you know, especially if he pitches well in the postseason right. and they win. Cause the, the 2020 World Championship that they won, not only was he a part of it, he was an essential piece to Absolutely. them winning it. But because it was such a screwy one, it, it, it I'm not saying it's less than, but it's certainly different it than It counts else. differently for it, sure. I, I think so too. If he pitches well this year, then maybe I think so. But if they have – let's say they have the same year they had last year, but he's healthy at the end of the year. His health, obviously, is a big part of it. Yeah, I, He strikes me as one of those guys that he's going to be able to get guys out with B-level stuff. He still has A-level stuff most nights, B-plus, A-minus level stuff. But he's such a smart player. He's so good at playing the game that I, I'm not so sure that the intellectual exercise of – okay, it, I air quotes – it was easy for me to guys get guys out when I threw ninety five and had a right. wipeout slider like I, I, I get okay. It. But now that I don't have those things, can I still get guys out at, at a really high level? I think that would intrigue him because we're entering that phase of his career. When you watch him pitch, you know the, the seven perfect innings aside, yeah. you rarely watch him just mow through guys anymore. It, it's pretty efficient. But there's a lot of contact. There's a lot of stuff that he pitches. He pitches, and it's super fun to watch. But it's a different version of that guy and. I get the sense that he kind of digs it. Let's look at some
2: of the accolades. And I think this is important because I want to sort of trace what we're talking about. Eight time all-star. He was the MVP of the NL in 2014, Mm -hmm. longer ago than I think people remember. He's won the Cy Young three times. 2014 was the last time that happened, but he did twice in a row in 2013 and 2014 Won a gold glove in 2011, but was the last time he was the wins leader or the ERA leader was 2017. Like, and the only reason I say that is because you talked about that high level of stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Clayton Kershaw is just going to be Clayton Kershaw, which is great. But I, there's, that's why I was so glad to see him get one more accolade for people to remember. Like, oh, yeah, this guy's been doing it for a really long time. You know what I'm saying? And how as sort of he ushers that out and how he ushers the rest of his career into the next phase I think is really interesting. But he's... It, it, Good dude, man. I mean, there was a time I got to admit when I didn't know how it was going to end with him, and he got his World Series. You know what I'm saying? And things turned around in terms of like never. You know, he had a different reputation before they won that World Series than he did afterwards. You know what I'm saying? And for like, sure. it's ended. This 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 plane has landed well. Yes, considering where the turbulence level was, I think for some people, from a
1: legacy standpoint, is reasonable as recently as three seasons. I go ago. back and forth on this all the time. The the and I like the analogy of the landing the plane. There's a lot of guys on this squad that have a World Series championship, but because of what we talked about, it's a 60 game season. It's a it's an odd postseason yeah. where you're playing in Texas and and you, know, right. you don't play any home games and and everything else. It counts, but you wonder. Dave Roberts, Clayton Kershaw, Justin Turner—that that that, that, that yeah. core group of guys. Kenley's gone now, but but Kenley would have fallen into that group along the way. I'm trying to think, trying to go through my my mind's eye right here. Uh, some of these, even Walker Bueller, who's yeah. been here for a period of time now. Do you have to land the plane in a traditional sense to really kind of feel like? We've done it both ways. We did it in the, the, the we had no choice, circumstantial way, but we've also punched the ticket on 162, because they've gotten, the the Houston one puts a whole nother layer to this whole sure. thing along the way, but that group, Kershaw, Bueller, Turner, Dave Roberts, do you need to get one under 162? Because it, it feels like you do. I think you
2: do, but not for the same reasons that, say, the Lakers do. And the What's Lakers the need to do, because I think the difference is that fan expectation versus actual talent for the Lakers is in its own relationship. The Dodgers are the best team in the Bigs. You should win the World Series because you're the best team. You, just, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and so it's a little different for them now because they literally are that talented. We've seen the top. I'm sure you drop a three-game series to the Snakes, whatever, that happens. But, like, we know how good this team is from top to bottom, from pitching staff to coaching to their lineup. So – I say that, yeah, you've got to land the plane, but you've got to land the plane because the standard is that high, not because the expectation
1: is that high. Cody Bellinger went one for 22 last week. After getting off to a really hot start, he was swinging the bat, he's driving the ball, he's hitting home runs. Oh, Billinger went one hit. for 22 last week and the week yeah. before he was player of the week in the NL? Yes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. so, there you go, <laughs> exactly. right? Yeah. That's the, and, and, and while I was really digging the start, I that I was really digging that he was finding the baseball. He wasn't striking out a ton. It was he's still a big swing and miss guy, but okay. But I'm watching him play Gates, and I'm thinking it's coming back. That 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 way that he attacks is not something that lends itself to prolonged hot periods. No. And the one for twenty two came real fast after that player of the week. And I'm thinking what we saw last year is just lurking around the corner all over again. You're nervous. I am. I, I like am, the way he misses mile. He the, the ball field. by a mile. It's he not, like,
2: he, he plays the mile. too the well, though. that's the problem. He's the useful that's the field that's the not that's the you can't get a center fielder that can play center field at a quality that the Dodgers can make, but you the not going the get somebody the has got Bellinger's way Never mind his range. And I, look, the hitting thing. I think you, you, this the why you the a good the Travis. You can hide him. you you can hide him, and it, you know we can go on and on about whether or not you should be hiding him in terms of like whether or not he deserves to be in the lineup while he figures it out or not. But how I, long do we have to watch? The, I mean, All Star Break. I, I get I'll, it. I'll give you I, the All Star Break. That,
1: that is a very natural point you know, to make a decision. Like, yeah, you get half a year, buddy. You what, got a whole year last year. Yeah. You you got the half of the year before that, which was the vid season. Yeah. The, the the last forty five days of his MVP season were bad. The vid season was bad. You're out. Last season was bad. Other than a couple of weeks at the beginning of this season, it's been bad. This is not a, hey, this is the beginning of the season. He's going to find it. There's a lot of data points that are saying that, that, that week he had where he was unconscious. That's the outlier. One year deal. We're getting close to that decision, right? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, that's what we're talking about here. That's why I was looking it up. I was
2: was like, is this this really? I mean, this might be a decision that makes itself. You see what I'm saying? Somebody else might want him for something you're not willing to give because of the inconsistencies that you refer to.
1: All right, I need you to put on your travel agent hat. I have some questions when we come back. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. There's a anniversary on this one, right, Emily?
0: Yep, uh, 1987.
1: Whitney Houston. With we- somebody who loves... 1987. So- Let me do some quick math here. So I was 16 in 1987. Okay, I was six. Okay. So, um, let's just say I remember this video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, yeah. I, I don't remember many videos, but I remember that one. Because it was basically just her looking at the camera and singing and dancing. I'm like, well, this is interesting. I kind of, I, I kind of, I kind of like this. <laughs> yeah, this is interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, like Obviously, because you can sing, but it, it had my full attention. So, Sorry, listen. I had to take a Vicks out of my mouth. That was too powerful. Like I said, <laughs> medicinal, medicinal, medicinal quality. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, the Morales great. special. But Ooh. this weekend, uh, as part of my many activities that I went to, I went to Hamburger Mary's Drag Brunch Show, and they played this song. One of the uh, performers was fantastic.
2: I was going to say, that must have.
1: Blowing the roof off the joint.
0: She did like a combo of ABBA and then this. And I was just like, all right. Dancing oh, queen, staples. dancing queen to this—it was amazing.
1: You gotta have some chops to go after something like this. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, you this, gotta this, have some well, chops. Well, she's lip-syncing. Drag- she drag- could go wrong, <laughs> you know. like yes, that requires but, a level of commitment. You got but that. there's a range that you could live in that is is something that is not this. This That's is true.
0: a a drag, drag show is, is all lip-syncing, so don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, like, I was going to you're selling a showmanship as much as she's just dancing around. It's great. I
1: thought she was actually not easy mean, to dance though.
2: The dude, Whitney's got her. Patented skip, that's like a whole move. People don't know that, but yeah.
1: All right, I have a uh, road trip coming up this weekend. All right. To your home uh, city. I'm going to Washington, D.C. The capital of the United States of America. I am. Uh, my cousin, Mac, is getting married. Okay. And so I'm leaving here very early Thursday morning. We're going to land in D.C. I think it's somewhere around 2 or 3 o'clock DCA, in the morning. DCA, IAD, or BWI? Uh, Reagan, whatever one that Reagan, one that's DCA. Okay. okay. Yeah. So
2: you're, you're, you're you just starting it. off correctly.
1: Yes. Okay. So we're going to Reagan. We're staying in Bethesda where most of the uh, festivities are taking place. Okay. The, the wedding and the reception and all these sort of things. Take me through what I have to do when I get there. So Bethesda, you're you're in a a good place because Bethesda is self-contained enough that
2: for a wedding weekend, you don't actually really need to leave Bethesda. There's enough to do there that will fit your fancy without having to get on Wisconsin Avenue and go all the way downtown to see other stuff. Bethesda's got a nice little downtown area, some nice restaurants. There's a place called Redwood you should check out. Um, But... The main thing you need to figure out is your weather situation, because the well, problem with okay, I I thought is that my the weather app can was change. broken.
1: Like, I look at it like on Thursday it's ninety one, on Friday it's thirty eight, yeah. and then on Saturday yeah. it's it's four. It's like what what what's going on back this, there? This happens, so you got to make sure that you
2: are equipped for all possible temperatures, hundred percent humidity. Yeah, at any given time of day or night. So, indoor wedding, outdoor wedding.
1: Uh, you know, it's a good question. I I'm assuming indoor. Never. I'm assuming indoor. I honestly don't know.
2: Okay. Well, that's that's.
1: You should probably figure it out before you pack, because if you're going to be staying, it's got to be indoor. Because well, I shouldn't say got to be. So this is a fancy affair. All right. This is uh, a black tie optional wedding. This is something that is being um, held at a pretty swanky spot, like a mansion. Uh, no, at a I believe it's being done at Congressional Country Club. Oh, Congo, as it's known. Yes.
0: So All right. it's, it's a, so it uh, might be outside, it bro. might
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, what am I? Take me through. What do, I I bought a new suit, so I'm wearing. <sighs> I don't care if it's 150 degrees. I'm wearing the suit. That's happening. I'm trying to think of like outdoors at a golf course. This is your
2: part of the world that I don't necessarily. It can, well, I'm I mean, not going to wear Fit Joys in a, a Travis Matthews. I know, but shirt. I'm saying there's an outside chance that it's just super hot. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like that. It looks like it's going to rain. You know, and like that, it's. It, I would imagine it, there's, there's, a certain, there's
1: contingencies though, right? There's got to be a way that if, okay, if the weather changes that quickly, there's a certain there's point be a canopy.
2: every day. There's a certain point in the summer in D.C. where it rains every day. Like for like an hour around like three o'clock. Okay. So like, I don't know. I don't think we're there yet in May, but you might get some early vestiges of that. So be prepared for the rain situation. Bring your rain golf shoes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, if, if that's going Look gonna at me. required. Look at
1: my face. What? Where do I live? would do you that's... think I have rain golf shoes? This is what I'm saying. <laughs> Come on, man. This is what I'm saying. You're going to have to
2: outfit yourself. We might have to take a trip to Dick's or whatever <laughs> so you can get
1: some new stuff. Because like, I, I mean, I, hmm. maybe I'll wear my rain suit to the wedding. You know, the, the little plastic suit you put on when it starts to rain. The I'll just pop it. Yeah, yeah. a poncho I mean, with a hood.
2: That's what I'm saying. Be prepared for anything weather wise, but you're in a good place in Bethesda because, you know, Redwood. Have to go Is that the name of the place you said? I think that's the name of the joint. It's in like, there's like two different Bethesdas. There's like downtown, there's two different downtowns. There's also like a rock bottom brewery that's there that's pretty good. They make their own beer on site. Okay. There's a bunch of restaurants and stuff. People go to Bethesda to do things in Bethesda that they can't do in other places in addition to the people that live in Bethesda who are all there.
1: All right. I, I am looking – I will report back Please the festivities. I, I, I cannot wait to get it done. I cannot wait to see the family. And I, I – these guys don't believe me when I say it I am extremely pro wedding I believe that I love weddings I like dancing at weddings I everything about a wedding Taylor hates is weddings. What I'm into you said something the other day
2: that I was listening to that was funny you said you've got like a five pitch rotation in terms of dance moves yeah, like you, go,
1: yeah. you go to the same moves yeah. no
2: matter the song I'm since, with that. since the 80s yeah. like I,
1: I haven't I haven't swapped any of them out I, I've got the same thing I had in 1988 <laughs> it's, I've it's, got it in
2: 2022 it's like Clayton Kershaw you know what
1: I'm saying hey, you know how to get I got people good stuff. out now <laughs> yeah. I know the, the problem as my stuff kind of sucks uh, on the dance floor, I'm like uh, I, I'm a like a, a soft rush kind of guy. I'm, okay. just, I'm just thumbing some stuff. That's out fine. There. I That's don't have I any mean you, sort you of know game at all.
2: participants on the dance floor are what everybody's looking for. You don't have to be the best dancer <laughs> in the world.
1: ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. say when you bundle your auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit progressive.com So the draft, the NFL draft, in the books. Rams took uh, – they had eight picks, and they, okay. they addressed exactly what they needed. Most of them were secondary and offensive line. Uh, they, they took the running back from Notre Dame. A little bit of a surprise, but he can catch the ball, et cetera, et cetera. But watching them do what they do, I, I just – and I know that there was, I think, ten teams that didn't have a first-round pick this year. It was eight. It was right, an eight. Yeah, okay, yeah, eight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know why everybody doesn't do it like this. You, you take my picks – I'll take your players, and then I'm going to backload with some of these. I'm going to take four defensive backs. One of them's going to be good enough. Right, right. One of these guys is going to be good enough to start for me to play for me. If I get one more that's good enough to be one of my depth guys, for the life of me, I do not understand because the NFL is a major league baseball where the Dodgers are going to spend three hundred million no. and the Pirates are going to spend forty. It, it, it's not that far more parity, far more. And this idea of I there, all these guys that got picked in the first round yesterday, half of them will not be good. And half of them will probably be okay to pretty good. The problem is nobody knows which half is which until three or four years in your NFL career. The Rams just wait till three or four. I'll take him. him. I'll take him. I'll take him. And, yeah, maybe you're going to pick a guy that's going to work out. But watching them go through that process, and I don't even want to get into this guy or that guy, but – that just makes so much sense that no one was able to do this until they started doing it is a miracle to me i think that it has to do with the relationship between
2: two people by the way the coach will not be appearing today okay the weekend was a little long then we should change the subject because this, <laughs> this was i get just it. my long way but i'm saying he might might show up after the break right. but i'm saying i think that the relationship between sneed and him is unlike anything I think we've seen in a long time in terms of the NFL trust between a GM and a head coach. That's that good. That's when, you know, you can do, get stuff done like
1: that. As that. They, they, I, I always go back to this. This isn't a conversation that takes place. Um, In the NBA, all the time, you know, do you want the pick or do you want the player? And and in the NBA, more often than not, it's give me the player, yeah, right. I remember the Laker fans for years and years. Do you want Demarcus Cousins or do you want the picks? It's like give me Demarcus. He's an he's an all star in this. He's a known quantity. Baseball is kind of the hybrid of that, where depending on where you are, if you're the Orioles, you got to take the prospects because you're not going to get the stars. But football, the the boom bust delta in there is so big. That Why would I ever want to take a chance on Aiden Hutchinson when I know I can get Jalen Ramsey? Right. And that's at the top of the draft. You just, you just have no idea. Let me ask you this then. The, a
2: couple different things happened over this draft weekend. Goofy video comes out. A lot of people have fun with it. Shouts to Tyrese. Then that weird clip of them commenting on the Patriots pick mm-hmm. gets like quasi-viral in a very strange way. It became like a national story that I thought was very odd. And Wait,
1: then- yeah, let me stop you right there. They, they were laughing because the Patriots took their guy, right? That, that's how I interpreted I, that. I, I, I go
2: back and forth on this. To me, it was a situation where, and this is sort of separate, but it's, it's related. Whatever you take from what that was supposed to be, that interchange showed me the chemistry between those two guys. Like There was something about the way that they talked to each other. I was like, oh, those guys are really actually cool with each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. They don't just work together. Like That was the kind of thing you say to your buddy when you're sitting on the couch watching the game and... The mics were on. You know what I'm saying? I didn't forget where they were necessarily. He's just That's how they interchanged. I think there was a veiled shot at the Pats. Do you sure. really? I do. Yeah, I think you said I really. got none of that. Because the, when he said Chattanooga State goes in the first round, I think that that was an indication that maybe they overreached. That's, that's what I thought. Whether that they were right about that or not, I don't know. But I, I, there was some level of condescension in those comments that I definitely
1: reacted to. You know what's really cool? In the what was so February I think it was February fourteenth thereabouts, then they won the Super Bowl. So we're talking April, May, June. So we're we're three months in roughly. Okay. Right. February, March, April. The Rams are wearing their Super Bowl championship really well. Oh, yeah. The, the, the way that they've presented themselves to the rest of the football world, to the rest of the sports world, since winning that, has been really interesting. They've dominated free agency. We'll mm-hmm. take Allen Robinson. We'll take Bobby Ingram. They go and they, they don't even have a pick for the first day and a half of the, the draft They're the talk of the draft to a large regard because of the way that they go about it. They've got the mansion. They've got the video. they're Everything about them are like, this is not just a we caught lightning in a bottle. This is a we're the new way to do this in this league, and you line up behind us.
2: Surgery was successful, as we like to say when people undergo cosmetic procedures. They look great. You know what I'm saying? And I wonder whether or not this is going to change how we feel nationally about a guy like McVay because he was known as this sort of boy genius that got to an early Super Bowl. And now that he's got it, he's definitely very smart, but like, you know, vaping, slugging huge (laughs) champagne bottles after you win. (laughs) Like, I do wonder whether or not for a guy of his age who still has a lot of his life to live, there's a lot of people that coach in the NFL and their early personas have nothing to do with who they are later. He seems to be having fun in a different way, and I wonder how he's going to grow as a person in this position
1: going forward. I know that this could blow up in my face. Like, I mean, <laughs> I think he really is a special guy. Okay, I, I, I really do because, like you just said, your first incarnation as an NFL head coach is almost never what you end up very rare. Right? Like even yeah. Bill Belichick was far more successful in Cleveland than people remember, yep. but he was not this. No, right? He had to go <laughs> a, apprentice under Bill Parcells for a period of time. Um, you know even Mike Tomlin now who's wildly successful is a slightly different guy than when he was when he first took over. I think he'll be different but I when I look at what he's done he's been there 5 years. They've won the division 3 times. They've been to the Super Bowl twice. They won the Super Bowl once. Their bad season was 9 and 7. That's true. That when you that's not just a hey we caught lightning they've been good to very good to great. Every single year. The, the one variable in Sean McVay's life that I, I don't want to see it because it's, it's going to be a two, it's going to be one of those, ah, it happened. But what happens when Aaron Donald's gone? Aaron Donald allows you to do a whole sure. bunch of other things, other places. The, the, when Les Need was on our show talking about this, that you got to go for it when your window's open. I think the window is open as long as Aaron, Donald's Aaron Donald. But when that closes, I'm interested to see what, but I have no doubt in my mind. He is going to be a head coach in this year, in this league for 30 years. Maybe he'll take a little sabbatical here and there, but wh- where are you going? What are you going to get that's better than this? What sort of opportunities exist like he's not the head coach of the Jacksonville Jags who caught lightning in a bottle and you start upgrading he started at the top he took them to a place they hadn't been in this city I really do think he's one of those guys that we're gonna talk yeah he's been here 15 18 20 years
2: you know I don't really see myself going anywhere you talked about windows just got my windows replaced in my vacation home out there in Joshua Tree next to Slee I can see him right now it's really weird I'm Sean McVeigh
1: I'm just glad he finally got here. Showed up. You know, I was, I, the, Vicks, I was, the Vicks helped. I was waiting for him. Speaking of the draft, SC, uh, SC needs to start doing what they used to do. Fight on. Namely, apparently. find good players. That would be a good place to start. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
0: Factor cap. Slee has been hiking too much? Hiking not enough. What do you think? What do you think is his hiking amount and Joshua Tree right now?
1: Um, I think about, I,
0: I'm more worried about if he's going to get lost, that's if no, he has no that, phone service, if he's going to get lost in the woods.
1: I don't think well, no he's wood. a, like, I'll go a little further. I'll go a little further. I'll go a little further. <laughs> I'll go a little further. I don't, that doesn't strike me as now. It's like, I don't know where the hell I am. I think he'll stay on the trail. I think he'll come back yeah. right where he started. I think, I think he'll be fine. I think will
2: map out one place he wants to go to. Perhaps one rookie allowed diversion, one him allowed diversion, but pretty much staying on the trail. That's yeah. what Slee's good
1: for. Stuff goes wrong when you all go off the trail. Right. <laughs> Sports talk radio host Alan Sleewa hasn't been seen in three days since disappearing into the Joshua Tree National Forest. Channel 4 News has found uh, that rookie was wandering near the campsite, picked up by other campers. No word from Sleewa for the last 72 hours. Well, I
2: used to work for a newspaper. We used to always joke, like, what we would do in the paper if one of the people at the paper died oh. like it was like this funny bit like but that's anyway it was this funny thing because i was like like the idea was that it would never be a cover story <laughs> even if one of us died yeah, <laughs> yeah that was the, the joke it's in the know. agate in the, it's back, right. it's it's the back it's definitely the in the back somewhere <laughs> the question is where but anyway
0: all right so ed Malloy and scott foster caught on a hot mic yesterday or like mic'd up segment yesterday uh where they didn't know who jack harlow was and jack harlow was uh at the game and uh they were just talking about it on air so my factor cap is you know who Jack Harlow is. Travis, Factor Gap.
1: I have no idea who that is. <laughs> Do you know, like, not just you couldn't
2: recognize that person.
1: If I, I'm, I'm going to Google you don't him even right know now. what... I, I have no idea. Maybe I'll recognize the face. No no, 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 no.
2: I'll just tell you. Jack Harlow is a rapper. Jack Harlow has a couple hits. Jack Harlow is from, from Louisville. And Jack Harlow is utterly forgettable as a face. Yeah. Like, if you saw that guy... In, you know, like you said, in the pavilions, you would not say, oh, yeah, that guy's a superstar rapper. Not remotely.
1: I can tell you by looking at his picture right now, I did not know (laughs) who that is. And the second we move on to the next Factor Cap topic, I will (laughs) no longer remember who Jack Harlow is.
2: The reason this is really funny, though, Em, is because... The nature of the content. Once again, where are all these mic'd up ref conversations? I need a lot more of these NBA people talking to each other on the basketball court is tremendous entertainment, no matter who they are. I, I like, they just slipped this on us. I was like, wait, have you guys been taping referees all season? Okay. So where cons- are the
1: rest of these clips? Conspiracy theory time. That, that, I, I'm with you. I, I will co-sign <laughs> your proposal. Okay. okay? I, I am, I am with you. They don't need everything recorded. No. That's a, that's a bad look I, I, okay. for everybody involved because now all of a sudden all of the stuff that we. Is, is said to be true. And I did say this to this guy, and this guy did say this I, okay, back that's to me. Fair.
2: But I do, just like they do in the. Like, give me a mic'd up. You know, they do that. What do they do in the NFL where they have like a week full
0: of yeah. overheard, whatever? Yeah, it's called it's, mic'd up. Yeah.
2: Mic'd up. Those are good. We could do that in the NBA with the referees. I don't need to hear everything. I'll take an edited version to show me some personality of these guys. Why
1: not? I picture there being somebody like the equivalent of Mr. X with like black sunglasses, (laughs) a suit in the back of the NFL from a that one gets erased immediately <laughs> and he hits the button and the whole thing Boom. goes black it's gone it's like when they're talking about jack harlow yeah you can keep that one <laughs> but when say, hey remember when donaghy did uh, 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 uh. So you're
2: saying this is the first arable clip
1: <laughs> yes possibly you're not using that i go back to old movie reference uh Hunt for Red October, James Earl Jones is like the head of the CIA yeah. or something, and they pretend to blow up the Russian. and somebody goes, and I was never here. <laughs> it's exactly Fair right. Enough. Fair enough.
0: All right, so yesterday I was walking out of the Hollywood Bowl. Uh, this is something that dawned on me. The best smell in the world is the bacon-wrapped hot dogs and onions outside of any concert or game in Los Angeles. <laughs> Alan fetcher Cap. Alan's
1: not Alan's here. Alan's not Sorry, somebody Clinton. Else. Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs>
0: Alan. Call, oh, Alan.
2: easy. Um. I'll say that this is a fact, mainly because like I was introduced This is one of the first things I remember about LA. Like you know what I mean? Is I'd go to games. I'd go to games, and you'd come out, and there'd be this smell, and it was always like I. I mean, I I maybe bought one. I've eaten them a couple times. It's not like something I like the smell more than I like the food, Mm kind of like coffee in a weird way. Um, So yeah, that's fact for me.
1: Bacon, good grilled onions, really good. Uh, All of those things individually yeah great together that's fine i don't yeah. dislike it but it's not the greatest smell i th- this is like scents are kind of personal like the the very. one that you like is might be one that doesn't really do for me there's two and you're gonna like well, yeah, i think you might like both of them actually
2: pine tar yeah uh, love that. not
1: no. not bad but you're <laughs> real you're yeah. real close the smell of a baseball glove right just the leather of a the, of a baseball glove particularly has a very yes. specific leather scent and cut grass Cut grass. Th- th- those are the two at the top of the list. I you.
2: used to have a real affinity for the way that this is going to sound very strange, but like the smell of rubber, like in a garage, like if you ever go, like you the ever, tires, you ever, yeah, like the yeah. tires, like, but not like burnt rubber. Like you ever go New to like, tires MTV, have a very specific like, smell. Yes. I, when I was a kid, I used to love that smell and it was, I don't know, still, still kind of cool to me.
0: Taylor, what about you? Bacon's up there. Nothing like Waking up to you know bacon and some flapjacks in the morning—that's really
2: flapjacks.
1: good. Uh, he grew up in Iowa; they call okay. him flapjacks. Okay. There, I also like the smell of gasoline. I've mentioned that before. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, not,
2: that's, yeah that's not bad. Only quasi weird, but you know, we'll look we'll look for you when the place blows up. You know? but. but the, the, the <laughs> so bacon the and onions is not a
1: bad way to go. No, that, that's not that's that, that's that's pretty good. I don't think too many people do. the bacon thing though when you cook it in your house. It's, it's it stays it's for a, a long time. It's at 8 o'clock in the morning. You fry the bacon. It's like, yeah, here you go. A little coffee, a little toast, a little bacon. And then by 1030, you're like, can we get this bacon smell out of my kitchen, please? <laughs> that's
0: true. We got to go with some pledge. I, I will admit,
2: though, Taylor, it is equally weird to like rubber as it is to like gasoline smell. So that's definitely true.
0: Yeah. If you want to make your house smell good, for an and do uh grilled onions and... uh and garlic, and then at your house, oh, everyone always compliments you. Oh, my God, the food smells so good. Chocolate it's just onions. Cookies. Basically what I do every night. Yeah. So, Chocolate
1: yeah. chip cookies. Chocolate chip
0: cookies. <laughs> yeah, the smell <laughs> yep. in the house. The it's a, house. That's a
1: realtor trick. They, yeah. they, they oh. bake cookies in that house. It's mm-hmm. very homey. Ah. It's very warm. It's very inviting. Ah. That's good to and know. And it covers whatever foods. You grilled salmon in the stove <laughs> <What? in the laughs> <laughs> stovetop the night before. You can what if cover that.
2: What if the guy with the car had offered you some cookies? Would you have, would you have taken that now? He said, I
1: drove eighteen hundred miles. for Take the cookies, but not the car. No. Get out of here. Worst salesman ever.
0: <laughs> All right. So uh, my friend who flew in this weekend, she flew Southwest. She had never flown Southwest before, and she realized how lawless of a, uh, of a airline it is sometimes. Oh, so, complete chaos. <laughs> so you need assigned seats on a plane. Taylor, factor cap.
2: It's never happened to me before where they just you know let you roam free on a plane. I think I would like that, actually. I'd go towards the front. Travis, it's harder than you think, bro. Like that Southwest gamble, if you don't have, if you don't sign, if you don't sign in exactly, check in exactly 24 hours before, you get, you're getting C35. You're getting C group.
1: Oh, oh, it it depends, depends on where, if I'm flying to Vegas or, or, or San Francisco or Phoenix or something like that, not a big deal. But if we're going beyond the two hour mark, I'm going to need to get something on the window or the aisle. So I prefer an assigned seat, but the short little quick ones that Southwest, I take all the time. I'm all right with that. I'm all right. I I, I can be in the middle for a half an hour. I set
2: alarms to make sure that when I'm flying Southwest (laughs) that I check in at the right time because I cannot deal. By the way, the plane is one thing on Southwest. The line...
1: Another level. Well, when of lawlessness. they start queuing up, the plane is still over Denver. You're and, at John Wayne Inter- <laughs> uh, Airport, and they're like, oh, it's it's inbound. I gotta. I'm A7." Like fuck, people take do it easy, that. Brother. People
2: do that thing where they start trying to eyeball your boarding pass yes. instead of just asking you what your position is in case you might lie, and so you get into this weird situation where people are standing right next to you trying to look at your things. I'm just like, it, it, it's and unless the worst.
1: you are, look, I'm trying to think. Like maybe like C20. You, you, it doesn't matter. You're still getting C. an eye or a window. I can't do C. C. C is when it starts to get dicey. C is when I have
2: to come out of my pocket because I just can't stand <laughs> around with people. I just can't all
0: right. It. So it is the Rock's birthday today. Happy birthday, Rock. The Rock. Uh, the Rock is the best nickname of all time. Travis, factor Cap? Uh,
1: I'd, uh, I mean, it's a good one for sure. Very good. Um, I would say Cap. I, I, there's always two that I've really liked, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little bit of a homer here because they're both baseball nicknames, but I think okay. they're, they're terrific. I love the big unit, and I love the big hurt. I think that big they're both good. they're both fantastic. Uh, they both kind of explain exactly what's going on um, in, in in a variety of ways. <laughs> okay, so the is big waiting to happen. I, I, right I, now. I, well, that's yeah. kind of what. Look, if you think that Randy Unit's the big unit because he's six ten, go ahead. You can think whatever you want. If you think that the big hurt because he it. hits a lot of home runs, yeah. that's fine. That's probably part of it. But I'm just telling you that there are probably layers to those nicknames that I find entertaining. I've heard some stories. Um, <laughs> the Cobra was a cool nickname for an old player, uh, Dave uh, Parker. Uh, again. That
2: was, that was good. Yeah, I, I feel like we're saying the same we're thing the, here. We're in the same zone. <laughs> uh, the Rock is good. And the Rock is a good nickname because the Rock, how do I say this? It's a nickname that he outgrown. He's outgrown, like you know, in a normal way. Like people call him Dwayne Johnson now. People talk about him running for president, and you know, Dwayne is just, like I, you wouldn't be surprised if somebody said Dwayne Johnson and didn't call him the Rock anymore. You know, which is kind of cool. He tweeted the other day, or somebody tweeted the other day, a friend of mine that this was the 10 year anniversary of him announcing that. You mentioned that this uh, Bin morning. Bin Laden got in shot. And I was like, I forgot that The Rock broke that news on Twitter because whatever red phone back channels Dwayne Johnson has, <laughs> he's apparently. getting was he at the front getting, of the, line getting the news. on that news? And for everybody. Good. Quick side story for you about that, M. The day that happened, it was a Sunday night, or the day it was announced on television. It was the same weekend as White House Correspondents' Dinner, which is a big deal in D.C. I didn't go to that. I don't go to those kind of things. But when that news announcement came, it was a Sunday night. I remember me and the person I was dating at the time. We got up. We just walked to the White House, and when we got there, there were like thousands of other people there. It was one of the cooler moments of being an American. Like kind of a UC. USA, USA. Yeah, kind people of had on jerseys and stuff, like their USA jerseys. It was very interesting, and I don't really know what possessed people to do that. But there were a lot of folks there. It was a very interesting, guy. So, shouts to the Rock for breaking that news. All
0: right, I have one more left. So, um, one of my one of my roommates is gone uh, this weekend, and because she has has a wedding today, so not she's not ha- she doesn't. Isn't getting Monday money, wedding? Yes, exactly. Wow. So weddings shouldn't be on a Monday. Uh, Clinton, Patrick Catt.
2: Uh, fact. Monday's a weird day. Sunday's a borderline weird day because people got to get in and out of town. I mean, unless you're getting married on a Monday is one thing. Like, if we're going to go, you know, go to the courthouse, sure, whatever, Monday, ticket off the list. But, like, I mean, what are you you're going, you're, when's your wedding? Saturday. Saturday? I went to a wedding on a Friday. Been to a wedding on a Saturday. I don't think I've ever been to a wedding on a Monday. Yeah.
1: Never. It's not ideal. It, it, it's, it's not ideal. Optimal for sure. You, you want to be uh Saturdays, the sweet spot. I think, I think that's yeah. the day because you can get into town on a Friday. You know, if you're traveling and enjoy the wedding, the wedding on a Saturday, maybe there's a little brunch or something on a Sunday right. morning and then you bounce. Then you're out and out that, of there, yeah. That's perfect. But venues are hard to come by. They're cheaper on Mondays through Thursdays than they are on sure. Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays. So I, I would prefer it on a Saturday, but look, I pro wedding. There's no wrong way to have a good time, like I've said a million times on this show. Do you want to throw your party on a Monday and you want to invite me, I'll be there. <laughs> Monday Night Football, yeah. getting married. That's Monday is weird to me, mainly because, like, oh,
2: yes, what'd you do this week? Got married on Monday. What'd you do the rest of the week? I don't know. Went to work? You, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Turned like in my, just, my reports
1: on Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> that's, that's that's odd to me, for sure. Yeah, I did. I mean, it kind of breaks up the week a little bit. Let's See, throw it on a Wednesday. Let's, let's have a whole lead up to that midweek wedding. It reminds me of the All Star game, which is weirdly always in like early
2: week. And then yeah. you get that awkward day off where like nothing happens in the sports world on a random Wednesday in the middle of the summer.
1: Love awesome. the All Star game. Don't judge me. I could watch it every single week. It'll be love. a fun one this year, too. We be got good. a lot going on. It should be good. All right. USC had four players drafted. Uh, that's not four. good enough, Lincoln Riley. That's next. Travinsley, 710 ESPN. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Don't forget, you're going to want to download the new ESPN LA app. It is available in your App Store, in your Google Play Store. And I could tell you that you could go listen to all the shows. I could tell you that all the podcasts are available whenever you want them, that you can go straight to Dr. Clapper's show or Lakers talk or Rams all access, Mason and Island, Sedano and Cap, Trav and Slee. All of that is true. Here's the better sales pitch. It works. Yes. You put it on your phone, you hit the button and the show start playing.
2: Yeah. That's all. That's really all you can ask for. Go that's do all, it. That's all I use it for. Go do it. I don't even know what all these other functions are. <laughs> I just press it and I keep it
1: moving. Okay. The question is, do you only go and listen to your shows or do you go and bounce Sorry. around and see what else is you going know, on? What's funny is
2: that I did look long enough to see if there was a search button so to see if I could search my <laughs> name. <laughs> There's not. <laughs> and so I couldn't. But that's as far as I got on checking for the uh, different-
1: My only complaint on the app, and it's not a complaint. It's more of a suggestion than a complaint. We need to be able to submit Ask Slees via the app. Uh, oh, Ask Slees. I'm know with that. One yeah. Little button and you can fire in and ask Slee along the way. One step closer to people being completely connected with our lives at all times during the day. <laughs> yeah, just what you need. Twitter right? communities, Reddit's gone wrong. Who knows? Live stream at for- all times. Yeah, exactly. you ready for a little uh, post? Ask Yates. Ask I'm definitely Yates? ready. All right, Darb. Did Slee take a PTO day or a floating holiday? Hashtag Ask Yates. <laughs> I don't even know the difference between those two. I days. don't either. But I was hoping you I did. Yeah, I was like, what are we
0: getting HR questions B-
1: here? PTO is personal time par- off. Par-
0: it's paid time off paid and then a floating off. holiday is if you work a holiday you get a holiday back sometimes with certain organizations.
1: So if I wanted to work on the 4th of July, right. I could get, get the, a ho- floating the holiday. 9th of July off if I wanted oh. to. Oh, yeah. I'm not familiar with that. And I
0: you can you, and <laughs> it doesn't use up one of your PTO days.
1: I feel like I this is like the flex account at the end of the year that I've been burning all of these things. I don't I don't get it. I just know when I sh- I show up in the tumble to show up. That's 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 how I've been going forever. And when I don't want to show up, I don't show up. PTO. I haven't even yeah. heard of that. Yeah. Paid time off. Look at I, that. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't miss a ton Travis of work. I take a it. few days here and there. But what is that, M?
0: Travis, you don't take time off. You, you work here often. all the time. Not yeah. very often.
1: I work a lot. This stuff, week so. I am. I, I'm trying to figure out my, um, my personal plan of attack for this wedding. Okay, so you get in what time of day? This is important. About, about two or three in the afternoon. I, I, think, I think we land like 2.45, something do you like have that. Any, do you have any
2: functions that you have to do on the Friday before?
1: We Yes. Well, have to. Mm, so Thursday night, there is a dinner. OK, okay so we're getting in. Oh, there's Thursday. a dinner. Okay. Yes. Friday, I'm playing golf at, You're at Congo. Okay. At Congo. Yeah. I, I, I really, <laughs> That's a very I, local uh, name. Well, like, not, not more It's not. People, uh, people in D.C.
2: It. call it either CCC or Congressional. But there are houses on there. I might have known people who lived on that golf course. I'm going to Congo, Congo on
1: Friday morning, assuming that the weather is, okay. is acceptable. There is another dinner on Friday night. All right. wedding is Saturday. There's a brunch on Sunday morning, and then we bounce.
2: I'm trying to think if with the, if, you, if there are any ballparks you want to get to.
1: Because you're – yeah, you don't want to go see the O's, though. I've, I've, and I would. I've seen that, ballpark, seen that ballpark, so I don't have to yeah. check it off my li- – I have not been to the Nats. I don't know if they're in town or I
2: don't, not. I don't know if they're in town either, and honestly, that's not the that, – like not, I know you well enough to yeah. know that that's not your cup that. of tea. I don't have to see that. You don't that. need to see that. Like, what, what's wrong If with you it? were getting a limo in and oh. staying in a suite – Sure, but I don't see you walking down Half Street with a bunch of drunks, you know what I'm saying, (laughs) spilling out of these ah, these porches. The
0: Nats are in Anaheim anyway, so. Yeah, okay, all right, good to know.
2: Is that not a good ballpark? It's not that it's not a good ballpark, it's just that, like, the experience of going now is, they've tried to make it like a Wrigleyville-type situation. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So, like, you have no choice but to pass by... Tens of thousands of drunks every single time you go to a game. And, like, it's fine. It's atmosphere or whatever. But it's also, like, it's not something you want to do during a wedding weekend is what I'm saying. You wouldn't want to pop away from your featured functions to do that.
1: What's at the top of your list? Because you are a baseball guy like I'm a baseball guy. You really enjoy it. If you said, I got one game left to go see, where are you going to see it?
2: So I've talked about this a lot, and I don't know if it's that cataclysmic, but I have not yet gone to Safeco. And I really want to go to that ballpark. Is that in Seattle? Seattle. Okay. Yeah. I for whatever reason, it's I, good. I feel like I need to experience that because every I can't think of a yard that I've been to that I wanted to like. I've never been to Wrigley, but really? I've been to Wrigleyville. I don't love those old ballparks. S- so you ready for
1: an unpopular hot take? Sure. Wrigley Field is drastically overrated. Oh. It's, it's Fenway it's, Park is a crap hole. Yeah, as far Fen- as I'm concerned. I, I liked Fenway. I had a really, and maybe it's just I had a good time that yeah. day, and it, it could be that. But I was looking forward to seeing Fenway. Saw Fenway, walked out of their thing, and that was great. Okay, I, I really enjoyed it. I've been to Wrigley Field a dozen times, and there's nothing wrong with it. But it's not this. Oh, the ivy and the scoreboard. It's you are wedged in there <laughs> to a, to a point of somebody like me right. is terribly North uncom- American cut, North American yeah. cut, yeah. terribly uncomfortable. It's a chore to move around. Bathroom situation is a mess. They do right. have the the roving beer guy, which here in California we're really dropping the ball on that. Right, that's a California thing. But I, I don't have to have that place. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. And the thing about old ballparks too is that old ballparks were built back when
2: people had old sensibilities. Like you go to Fenway Park, and I'm like, oh, I gotta shuffle through this skinny hallway to get all the way down to that thing where there's nothing. That's like no way. You know what I mean? Like modern design has its place in my life, and baseball parks is a great place for people to apply
1: those. Do- how about this? How about I shouldn't have to look around something else to see that? I mean, I understand that architecture has come a long <laughs> way. I understand that we have materials that maybe we didn't have a million years ago, but putting beams in the middle of the stadium seems like something we, we could doing? have avoided. What are we doing? Sidebar, a uh,
2: very underrated ballpark that I'm not sure you've ever been to, triple A home of the Dodgers. Chickasaw Bricktown Ballpark, Oklahoma, Oklahoma okay, City. Oklahoma City o- I have not been amazing there. Amazing yard. They could upbuild that thing tomorrow, and it could be a big yard. It could be a big league park. You, go there. Oklahoma is actually reasonably cool with a decent amount of historical stuff to do, and the ballpark is amazing. Legit. legit. I'm going to have to take your word for that. It's good. I, I I'm trying to. I know. I know it's, trying, Oklahoma's trying, a hard you know, sell. I was just going to say, I'm trying to figure
1: out the series of events that <laughs> has me winding up in Oklahoma City. I'm not saying it's impossible. Maybe you I'll, go see somebody take a rehab start. Maybe your boy Bellinger will be down
0: there pretty well. soon. You know what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> but if you ever find yourself in OKC, try to get there during baseball season because that's when the park is, is lit up.
1: USC should get more players drafted. You can't have, and I know that Lincoln Riley's just getting started. I know that he is at the beginning of his SC run, but you and I were talking a little bit about this this Morning. USC used to have at least one or two first rounders. They had one this year. Drake London went in the first round. Okay. Um, but it was this idea of how many will you get in? Georgia had six first round draft picks. Oh, okay, six. So you're talking a, a serious chunk of that. The SEC, I think, had 14 guys taken in the first round. Mm-hmm. USC used to be one of those players. And, and we can talk about Mike Riley needs to do this and Mike Riley can bring in this guy from that guy. But until you get back to that point where you have NFL talent on your roster and they don't, right? When you only get three guys drafted, you do not have a ton of NFL talent, at least not at this point that's how you can tell whether the guy's doing a good job or not. Not necessarily by did he win X amount of games or go to that. That's part of it too. But are NFL teams fighting like hell to get your guys like they do at Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State?
2: I think that's a huge part of it. And I think that's something that Riley is going to have to manage where it's like, okay, maybe let's just say you win the Pac-12. But if everybody you get is sort of a side transfer here or a portal guy there and then like, you know, the continuity of what made SC SC to me is that you can point to the wall and say, look at all those guys that were in the pros. You know what I mean? And that's a recruiting point as well because you say, this is a standard of excellence. It's not just a matter of what you're doing on New Year's, bowl, you know, New Year's Day games or afterwards. You go to USC because you're trying to be an NFL player. That's what's changed. And I think that once he gets that mentality back, whatever the winning mentality is in terms of trophies or whatever, that's one thing. But I don't see the same alum
1: pride in that program that was once the hallmark of what they did well they weren't just getting nfl players they were getting good nfl players that you would look at these guys with you know it's kind of cheesy or whatever but when they start those nfl games you know i i'm i'm picking a guy now drake london usc Mm -hmm. right and they go to now it's all ohio state alabama lsu lsu alabama georgia 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 Georgia, right the player and now you see a usc are you here are you like oh (laughs) there's one how about that right Right? you look at at, to your point about winning the Pac-12 Utah had one first-round pick Oregon had one Washington had one, SC had one. That's four first-round picks in the whole league. Wow. Right? So if you win that league, cool. It right. probably puts you in a position to go play in a college football playoff. But what did you win exactly? Where if you win the SEC, if you win the Big Ten, it means you have a roster full of NFL players. It means you can play with everybody. That's the better tell than did you go 11 or 12-1 and one in the Pac-12.
2: Totally agree. And I totally think that also, I hope. I hope, because also that to me is also the best way to do it. You know what I mean? Like, as opposed to just kind of, I don't know, racking up Heisman's or whatever, Coaches of the Year awards, man. Just make guys better in terms of like the overall standard. I really hope that happens at SC so that I know that even if I'm watching a nine-win team, I'm watching a team that I think I have some interest in going forward, you know what I mean, in terms of the, the guys on the squad, not just the jerseys they're wearing right now.
1: Alright, so you are the president of a very prestigious club. The local chapter, yes. How do you get into a prestigious club? That's next. It's Travis <laughs> Lee, 710 ESPN. <laughs>